welcome to the Life Hit Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Orm, and today we're going to talk about a good lot of Star Wars stuff. But first, let's talk about the business. You can join our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Bloody Orm, B-L-O-O-D-Y-O-R-M-E. You can find us on Tumblr at mystarswifedebt.tumblr.com. If you would like to contribute to the upkeep of the blog and the podcast, then you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash mystarswifedebt. There's a couple of tiers for you to choose from and some excellent perks at each level. And if you would like to get your words read on the show or hear yourself on the show, please send me emails and voicemails to... Uh, podcast at outlook.com and that's it for the business so let's get on with the show so the latest episode of resistance um, called station station um, continues the upward trend I think um, so Kaz and Niku are on a station that is the exact duplicate of the Colossus. It's like just another one of them. <laughs> you know, it's like same menu, you know, same ship. Same ship, different name. And they've got to get this bit of equipment to basically uh, sort out the um, sort out Colossus shields. What they don't realise is there is a big First Order meeting going on on there as well. And Tam is on the ship with um, Rucklin, a.k.a. Evil Hobbit. Um, So... Kaz, Kaz ends up in true Kaz form getting roped into some some bits and pieces that he shouldn't really be doing uh, he ends up taking General Hux to the command deck um, and narrowly avoids being spotted by Commander Pyre um, at the same time he um, him and Niku uh, Niku gets spotted by Tam, but she doesn't really believe it. When Niku and Kaz are reunited, they get the part, but they set off a bunch of alarms. Um, and, you know, so they've basically got to get out of there quick. Uh, they end up getting caught by Rucklin, and they get away from him. Uh, but he's the one who radios in, uh, telling them that there's resistance spies on board. Tam also runs into them, uh, but rather than getting them, allowing them to get caught, she diverts the stormtroopers in the opposite direction. Um, They make it to the hangar where their ship is uh, and have to get across it. CB-23, who is uh, painted to look like... um, First Order droid, um, but it's not a great paint job. Ella uh, Sabine ran on Chopper, which is unfortunate. Um, they, uh, oh, what was it? So yeah, they they get across. 
the um, the Hagamay by leaping, jumping, climbing, running across uh, crates that are being moved around by a crane and make an escape. Um, in the end, Pyre um, gets in touch with Agent Tierney, who um, basically feels like uh, now Tam's going to become incredibly useful and she'll be the one that leads them to the Resistance. So essentially what they're saying is Tam's got a weak spot for them, for the Colossus. And... Um, she's going to help them. And Tierney expe has expected this all along. Um, like I said, the upward trend continues. Like last week was, it felt like a return to form for Resistance. This week we're we're getting back into the story, and it's a good. It, it, I'm not just saying, yay, they're getting back into the story. It's a good episode, and they're also getting back into the story, um, which you know after weeks of kind of. Mission and Monsters of the Week. Um, it feels good to be back, like, kind of dealing with Resistance First Order stuff. Uh, it's great seeing Tam. We're seeing Tam's evolution. Uh, Rocklin is just a whiny... He, like, like, he whines more than Anakin in uh, Attack of the Clones. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, so... You know, I, I really want to see something happen to him where he is blasted out of, you know, a TIE fighter <laughs> somewhere. That'd be nice. <laughs> um, I think, um, like, the Kazuniku storyline was good fun. I love the fact that they are wearing Matt the Radar Tech outfits as they are technicians. Um, but that's like a it's a great nod like Star Wars is doing you know the animators and the designers you know they've got a sense of humour and the fact that they've gone with radar tech outfit radar tech matte outfits is just hilarious um and like I said the Kaz and Nico was fun and it's really good to see more of those two interacting together like last week was great fun because it was the two of them together this week again they're together and it's fun and it's enjoyable and I really liked it um excuse me <coughs> oi yeah still not 100% here um so I think I think hopefully like the the this trend will continue now. Um, I mean, there's I feel like there's only like a handful of episodes left. I think it goes up to season uh, to episode eighteen so far on listings that I've seen. Um, whether or not it will go up to twenty one, twenty two is to be seen, but. Um, yeah, it was really good to kind of get kind of get back into it a bit more with the Resistance show. Um, with a huge, I mean, it's 
it's full of like it's it's uh, the humor, the um, what else? You know, the humor, the action and adventure that we came to really enjoy from season one. We're finally getting back to it, and I think you know, better late than never. Uh, and I'm just glad they are getting back into that. Um, so yeah, like, and and they got the part to rescue the, to help the Colossus. Um, you know, yes, it was a, a Colossus needs X, Y, and Z mission, but we're not sat there on the Colossus for ages going, oh, we need to do this. What are we going to do? No, we're already in the plan. We're already in the adventure. Um, and that just makes it that much more enjoyable. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to put a pin in it now. We're going to jump into something else in just a second. Um, so, yeah, I'll be right back. So, okay, so we had that t- TV spot where Palps says about um, how he has been every voice that Kylo Ren has ever heard inside his head, and we hear him saying it in Snoke's voice and Vader's voice. Some people saying Han's voice as well. I'm not hearing it. Um, but I think it would be interesting if they did do that. Um, but. My, uh, something kind of jumped out at me to do with this, and that's to do with uh, the Force Awakens novelization. Now, I have gone on record and said, and been very honest about my thoughts on this novelization, I think it's pretty awful. Um, um, you know, I think Alan Dean Foster really phoned it in on that book, um, which is quite upsetting. Seeing as I feel like he did a really good job with um, A New Hope, and you know, I've read some of his other novelizations. Like, I really liked his novelization of Alien Covenant better than the film. Um, but yeah, his Force Awakens one was just dire. Um, but there was something that kind of stood out to me that jumped out at me really when I saw this TV spot and it got me to thinking when Rey and Kylo are fighting on Starkiller um, and I think it's when she kind of gets the upper hand on him at one point it says that she hears a voice telling her to kill him to strike him down and you know fulfil her path or something along those lines but what you know really jumps at me is there was a voice that spoke to her. Now, I believe, I believe we are meant to believe that that voice was Snoke, and that is entirely plausible, given the fact that um, you know at that point Snoke was meant to be the big villain. Um, but if Palpatine has been the voice inside Kylo's head if Palpatine has been the puppet master of Snoke and if this is 
legitimate like if there was this voice in her head in that scene because I don't know whether he was playing off of a um, a shooting script or an older version of the script where she was hearing a voice or it could just be uh, Ellen Dean Foster taking some liberties on this um, would that voice actually could that voice actually be Palpatine because if he's been manipulating Ben, if he's been in Ben's head, being all these voices, he will know what's going on in Ben's head. He will know that Ben is fighting this um, this girl. And maybe Palpatine will be able to discern who this girl is. Um, so what if the whole thing is to do with, is, is essentially um, Palpatine trying to get Rey in that, in that instance. I mean, for me, I don't hold the Force Awakens novelization in high regard. I feel like the, the novelizations... For me, I wouldn't jump down the throat of being completely and utterly canon. Uh, because they do alter um, some of the stuff is altered some of the stuff is different um, some of the dialogue tweaks are um, a little out there um, I mean I remember reading the Empire Strikes Back novelization and it was really good Except a lot of the dialogue, especially in the Cloud City se- Cloud City scenes, was completely out, completely off. Like they kept the "I am your father," but everything else just seemed completely out of whack for what we got in, from what we got in the film. So I know Pablo Hidalgo at one point said that you know it's essentially like reading. If you like, if you think about it, as like looking at the Bible, like it's just the same story told from a different perspective it's like you know we get all the different gospels of jesus told from everyone's all these different perspectives that's essentially what's going on with the comic it's like the um the film tells one version well t- the film tells the actual events and then like the books and the comic the book no- the novelization and the comic adaptation pretty much are like someone else telling the story in a way um, but I just <sighs> could just be my personal feelings towards that book that made me kind of go I don't know but if if that was legit and she and I think they want to show her hearing voices I really wish they would have shown it because I think that would have been interesting even if it was like using Snoke's voice I still think it would have been intriguing to see um, how that played out um, so yeah there we go that was uh, that's just some thoughts that I've had on this latest on some of the on this well it's not even the latest TV spot but TV spot from earlier in the week um, which was just a fantastic piece of television <laughs> but yeah cool I'm gonna put a pin in it and we will uh, jump into something else just a second.
So we've got a bit of life dead banter to uh, to take a look at. And first off, we've got a voicemail from our good friend and brilliant Patreon supporter, supporter Anthony, aka a rural farm boy. So let's get to that. How do, Johnny? It's Anthony. Yep, that rural farm boy. Your buddy over here in Western Pennsylvania. Okay, I just got to work on this Monday morning. Jumped in at Twitterverse before I start my work day and seen you was asking for friends and listeners. Send your right before Rise of Skywalker thoughts. Well, for me, this next four days, and by your show tomorrow, it's going to be three days. I want them to take your good old time because this here last story coming up ends the story is of the Skywalkers, the Skywalker saga, as we called it. Yeah, it started when I was a 10-year-old kid. This story did. And here we come a long ways after, 42 years. This story comes to an end, as all stories do. There can't be an episode 10. Every story's got two things, got a beginning, got an ending. Started when I said like I was a 10-year-old kid. Now this story comes to an end, and there comes new stories. So I hope folks really take just the story for what it's told. There's never been a Star Wars story. It ain't never been about what we want, what we need. Let this storyteller tell you a story. And have a hell of a lot of fun with this last Star Wars Skywalker story and I'll find your show in my playlist coming up my friend and I'll see you on the other side till then Johnny may the force be with you see you on the radio I, well, thank you Anthony um, you're right I think the next as I'm recording this uh, to be released tomorrow four days but three days um, I yeah I like the idea of kind of not wanting to go fast because yeah it's the last of the Skywalker saga it's the last part of um, this series this uh, 42 year old epic series that we all love and yeah it's like I don't want to rush time to see it and yet it can't come fast enough because I'm so excited to see it Um, which is a bit of an oxymoron but like I, I can't wait to see it like I am buzzing with anticipation um, which I feel is just going to get worse <laughs> between now and um, one minute past midnight on the 19th of uh, December and yeah like my excitement is is through the roof even now um But 
at the same time, I want to sit back. I want to savor every all of these moments now. And like, I was listening to um, what the force uh, earlier today, and it was the latest episode, the um, meta music with uh, Christy Carew, or is it Christy Carew? Um, and I had to replay the the segment, the section where they talked about the um, the last Rise of Skywalker trailer, and I had to replay the trailer so many times because I was just with every, almost with every fiber of my being, just in awe um, of this of the music and of just listening to the trailer um I mean I've got to say some of the some of my favorite um what the force episodes have been the meta music ones because I learn a lot uh learn you know it kind of like this massive deep dive where I learn even more and it's great and it's it but You know, I, I, I want to savor that moment of I'm listening to that trailer again and how the music kind of plays out and all of that. I just, I love it. Absolutely love it. And I don't want that to go away. And yet I want to see the film so bad. Um, so, yeah. Um, really, I'm really feeling it there. Um, can't wait, but I don't want it. I really don't want it to arrive because then that means it is over. Like kind of that feeling of anticipation for seeing the next part of the saga, well, the Skywalker saga. But at the same time, I really am so excited to see how they how this story ends. So, um, so yeah. Ah, oh. oh, thank you. You, God damn it, Anthony. You got me thinking. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, buddy, for uh, for messaging in. Um, I love hearing from you. Absolutely love hearing from you. And uh, I'll see you there on that Twitterverse. So, we've had an email from Kyle at um, the Tumbling Saber podcast. Uh, and he says... Hey Johnny, quick one for you as we're anticipating spikes to 11 this week. We could talk about all kinds of things. Ray, Kylo, Leia, Vader, Palpatine. But let me throw this one at you. With this being the final chapter of the Skywalker family saga, do you think the movie will contain some kind of nod to George Lucas? Whether 3PO makes some meta reference to The Master, or if the end credits make an extra special shout out to Lucas himself, what do you think? Uh, do you think it's something the Rise of Skywalker will do or should do. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Cheers, Kyle. Well, um, I think it's completely possible that there will be some sort of reference um, within the film. Um, I was watching um, Force Awakens uh, last night, uh, part of the great Star Wars rewatch, and... Um, 3PO actually says thank the maker and I'm one and I think if 
if there's anything gonna it's gonna be from 3PO if there's gonna be any sort of mention it'll be from 3PO and I reckon it'll be within the um, Babu Frick uh, scenes because uh, we know, you know Babu Frick's working on 3PO it seems like very much something that um, 3PO would probably say in a scenario where he is being worked on um, so I kind of think yeah we I, I hope that there is some reference to Uncle George in some way um, for me the logical thing says 3PO um, so it's just a matter of time now isn't it a few days before we find out which is insane um, so yeah yeah definitely yeah again say 3PO Babu Frick scene he's getting worked on something is going to happen to 3PO in that scene we know that he's taking one last look at his friends and whether or not um it will be when it'll be after the red eyes things happened or um before he gets worked on I mean in um in uh, Attack of the Clones he when he goes you know he, he says something he says something about the maker then doesn't he say when he seen, sees the machines making the machines and how perverse it was um I wonder if he'll say something along those lines in this one just because you know he's going to get worked on too um so yeah, just uh, yeah, it's it's quite possible. Whatever the context is, I I've got to say it'll be three uh, PO. Um, so thank you, Kyle, for the uh, for the email. Um, looking forward to your show this week, buddy. Um, so yeah, I'll uh, hopefully hear from you soon. And before we go, remember you can follow the blog and podcast at mystarwarslifedebt.wordpress.com you can follow the follow our shenanigans at uh, facebook.com forward slash lifedebtblogpod you can also follow me on twitter at bloodyorn b-l-o-o-d-y-o-r-m-e you can also find us on tumblr mystarwarslifedebt.tumblr.com and if you would like to contribute to the upkeep of the blog and podcast, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Uh There are two tiers for you to choose from, and all contributions are greatly appreciated. And if you would like to hear yourself or your words read out on the podcast, then please uh, email me at lifedebtpodcast.outlook.com. And if you could take a couple of minutes to rate and review the show that would also be greatly appreciated because all ratings and reviews greatly help uh get the word out there about the podcast and the blog um so yeah that's it for this week and punch it chewy and one last thing before we go i would like to thank our Patreon members at the Journey to Life Debt Celebration tier, 
So thank you very much to uh, Patreon Becky and Anthony for their contributions to this tier. And uh, may the force be with you both.